Good evening, everyone. Welcome to another episode of My Thoughts on Issues. I'm your host, Jason, of The Detailing Mind. So I must apologize for being absent the last couple of weeks or so. Um, I've been trying to kick off a whole bunch of other projects um, throughout those weeks. I also got sidetracked with um, about five days worth of going on a little mini vacation to go watch the Super Bowl, so that kind of cut out some of my time um, prepping and uh, doing some of the podcast content. Uh, so a little behind the eight ball here when it comes to this month's uh, material, but uh, hopefully I can make up for it and get back on track to where I want to be for some of my uh, podcasts. Um, so tonight I want to discuss uh, some of the hints or some of the uh, rumors or suggestions that there's a... Uh, a fracturing or a sharding of the uh, political parties. Um, last few months, we've been really seeing this in regards to how the Republican Party is going to handle the whole thing with the impeachment, the 2020 election, Trump's antics, and where they're going to be going in the future. Now, this was something I had originally planned on doing way back before the 2020 election, and it was kind of loosely based around a YouTube video that I saw Robert Reich do, uh, I want to say 2019 or something like that. I can't remember exactly when it was, but if you go to Robert Reich's uh, YouTube channel, he's got one where he talks about how the uh, the, the two parties, you know, how they have sub-factions within each one. And so I kind of thought it'd be a good idea to kind of sit down and kind of do my own little personal analysis of, you know, where these little minor caucuses within each party could go. Um, if there is indeed a shattering of the, uh, the political parties that we see, the two main ones here in the United States, that is the Democratic Party and the Republican Party. So that's kind of what I'm going to be looking at today this episode. Uh, and so the first one I kind of thought I'd go over is, it's kind of a six-way fracturing or a, a kind of a six-way uh, party structure. And this one involves both the Democrats and the Republican parties still maintaining, you know, kind of like their, their main um, standing in, in the political theater in the United States but maybe to a little bit less of a degree. And so, um, and this has been talked about in the news as well, you know, uh, in terms of the quote-unquote right, or the conservative base, if you will, and how the Republican Party will survive the Trump era and what will happen. And so, um, my kind of thought about what would happen here is when it comes to the right or the conservative uh, political parties, I can see Trump organizing around a third party and as a result taking some Republicans, primarily I'm going to suggest the Tea Party Caucus, uh, those uh, Republicans and then their bases as well, along with him to this other party. Now in a previous episode that I've done, I discussed the Constitution Party and how that could be a possibility of if there is a kind of any kind of a break in the future in, with conservatives, that that party could be utilized to help 
become a uh, um, competitor for the Republican Party. Now, in recent months, Trump has said himself that he's thinking about forming a quote-unquote patriot party. And so that's kind of taken on, taken over the, the whole narrative that I would like to propose of the Constitution Party being, you know, his, his, his escape route into a third-party candidacy and uh, um, kind of splitting the, the, the conservative uh, demographic that way. Um, so that's kind of what I'm looking at right now. And this first option is that, you know, let's say this split does happen and there is a, uh, a, an exodus of conservatives from the Republican Party following Trump or some of Trump's uh, closest allies, whether it's his other family members like Ivanka or his two sons or other really staunch conservative political figures. You know, I'm thinking the um, that new lady that was elected, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, I think that's her name, or some of these other, you know, just diehard um, Republican supporters of Trump. I can see them kind of leaving and going over to this other party, you know. Uh, and so that was kind of my idea initially before this whole idea of the Patriot Party being um, flouted around by Trump and some of his cronies is that they could do that. Um, so I can see, you know, a good, a, a small chunk, but a significant chunk of, of Republicans, primarily the, the Tea Party caucus, or former Tea Party caucus people, jumping ship and, and running with Trump over to either the Constitution Party or forming this new Patriot Party. Now, I do think that if this Patriot Party is formed, my guess is, is he could probably get quite a bit of support from the Constitution Party, and he might just absorb them in. Now, they're not that big of a party as it is. Um, I don't even think they got a million votes in the last 2020 election. you know. But if the framework is already there, you could just uh, kind of jump in there and kind of redirect the reins. You know, the the, uh, the the skeleton crew, if you will, is already there for the formation and the structure of the Constitution Party. So I could see them just jumping in and taking the reins from the Constitution Party. And if they really wanted to, I'm sure they could probably rename it the Patriot Party just to kind of add that extra uh, um, jingoistic flair to it. Um and I think the Constitution Party's uh, platform is right up Trump's alley, and as well as their base. Um, I did quite a bit of research, you know, these, these past couple of weeks that I've been absent since my last podcast. And, uh, you know, the Constitution Party is right up the, the alley of the Tea Party uh, caucus and their former constituents and, and, uh, and politicians, right up the alley for Trump. You know, they... for. Basically, to summarize it, they're basically into biblical law being the official law of the land and and uh, um, all these other far-right ideas. Uh, and so I can definitely see that party, you know, either being absorbed into this Patriot Party or being becoming Trump's party and maybe just renaming it Patriot Party or something like that. And... With the uh, idea of Trump floating a uh, Trump TV station 
or a network, you know, where they have One American News, Newsmax, and all these other far-right uh, um, entertainment shows or, or uh, tabloid-type newspapers, you know, I could see them kind of coalescing around Trump and his closest allies to form this new movement. Um now, also in my notes, too, I said, you know, you can maybe get, they might get a few libertarians, you know, to jump ship from the Libertarian Party and, and jump on over into this new party. And you'll probably see some of the conservative independents jump on over, too. What that looks like in terms of numbers, I couldn't tell you. Um, judging from the information from last year about uh, the breakdown, the generic breakdown of Republicans versus Democrats versus independents in this country. Uh, independents or no party affiliation. I think they're pushing 35 to 40% of the country right now. Uh, so that's an easy one-third of the country that doesn't have a political affiliation in terms of a political party. And they could find a home for a lot of those conservative independents over in this new party. So that's something to be, to be thinking about. But that's basically how I, I uh, finished off the uh, the whole uh, quote-unquote right-wing uh, political parties is after Trump leaves and takes, you know, a small but significant uh, uh, group with him of the Republican Party, forms his own party, whether it's the Patriot Party or just assume control of the Constitution Party, I can see there being three... Uh, quote unquote right wing um, political parties, uh, that being the Libertarian Party, the the GOP, the Republican Party, and then lastly the uh, uh, Patriot Party or Constitution Party, just only in a bigger format than what is previous or presently um, there now. So that's kind of what I've noticed, uh, or my thoughts on, on where I can see the quote unquote right going. Uh, and that seems to be, I'm going to say the most plausible uh, uh, situation as of right now is given how this whole impeachment process is going, given how the, uh, the Republican Party as a whole decides to react to everything that's going on regarding Trump and the impeachment process, you could see a hefty amount of people walking away and like I said many times before in this podcast episode, jumping into the Patriot Party or Constitution Party with Trump or his closest affiliates who will kind of carry on the torch, if you will. Um, that seems very plausible, but it kind of depends on how things happen as of right now going forward. So I could leave it there, but, you know... If I'm going to do it to one side of the equation, I'm going to have to. I'm going to do it to the other side of the equation too, mainly because in past years there have been talks about uh, certain caucuses or groups within the Democratic Party also breaking away. Um, right now, the Democratic Party I think is is split between two factions. You've got the uh, progressives, or or if you want to call them the Justice Democrats. And then there's the the establishment Democrats or mainline, whatever you want to call them. Um, And I had mentioned this before in another podcast about how the Democratic Party is not a 
a far left or a leftist or even just a left party. It is at best a centrist party. Uh, probably more center-right. Now, the reason why I say that is because the majority of the Democratic Party is, is the establishment mainline Democrats. And the smaller faction being the progressive or justice Democrats, however you want to label them. Um, now, these mainline establishment Democrats, uh, I like to call them diet Republicans, uh, they tend to be more center-right. And yes, the justice Dems, or if you want to call them the progressives, they tend to be more center-left on the whole ideology uh, spectrum when it comes to economics and the government role. So that's why I come to the conclusion that they're they're centrist. Uh, because the two factions, one center-left, one center-right. So um, how would this look if the Democratic Party went through the same kind of a fracturing. We saw a lot of talks about this in the last term of Obama and into the beginning term of uh, the beginning of the of, of Trump's term. We saw that there was quite a bit of uh, uproar on the Democratic side, and I think what would happen is the progressives or the Justice Democrats that caucus or group within the Democratic Party would leave and form their own party or they might even team up with the Green Party. Which one? I couldn't tell you. I've tried to run through each scenario, but I honestly think that uh, the the progressives would more than likely just form their own party. Um, although, it, in my opinion, it wouldn't make more sense to, to team up with the Green Party, but I think there might be enough friction between progressives and the the justice democrats and the greens that could warrant there not being any kind of a uh, an alliance when it comes to a political party formation but who knows you know that would I'd be ideal from my perspective but it's tough to say um the figurehead that could be around this one I mean it could be anyone like you know, Bernie or Elizabeth Warren, you know, those two names tend to be the biggest ones that are out there right now in terms of who's considered part of the progressive faction in the Democratic Party. You could also be looking at people in the squad, you know, that could be a pretty big uh, um, fracturing, you know, if they got into it as well and said, well, we're going to go with the progressive side, we're going to leave the Democratic side because we're not getting our voice heard by mainline establishment Dems. And so I can definitely see that there would be quite a stir on the Democratic side if their party went through the similar theme like what we just discussed about the Republican Party. So, you know, let's assume that the progressives decide to break from the Democratic Party and they just form their own party, which is called the Progressive Party. There's been one before, you know, same idea, same name, same ideology, you know, I can see that happening. I can see them also drawing some of the Green Party uh, people over, as well as some of the uh, li- more liberal independents out there, you know. So you could see 
the progressives on the quote-unquote left also do the same thing like what Trump and his quote-unquote Patriot Party did on the quote-unquote right. So, you know, that could um, set up for um, the Democrats and their progressive counterparts uh, on the left, uh, you know, shuffling things up a little bit. And that kind of leaves the Green Party to, you know, be a, a small figure smaller than the Libertarian Party. You know, that might force them to go into other alliances with uh, the DSA, the Democratic Socialists of America, or it could be uh, CPUSA, which is the Communist Party of the United States. You know, some of these other left uh, leftist groups that have a very minute, small uh, um, political party affiliation you know, it could even be like part of the, like the Workers' Party or Labor's Party. There's all these really small, minute uh, parties here and there scattered on the left. They could kind of coalesce around the Green Party, and you could see them kind of shift a little bit more to the left to kind of make room for the progressives being kind of the uh, the left or center-left uh, uh, option when it comes to uh, parties on that spectrum. So that's, that's kind of what I'm seeing, you know. And so when it's all said and done, like I mentioned... This is kind of like the, the six-way fracturing, you know, a fracturing that results in six different options, three basically on the quote-unquote right and three on the quote-unquote left. And so on the left, you've got uh, the Democratic Party, you got the Green Party, and the Progressive Party. And then, as I mentioned earlier, you, on the right, you got the Libertarian Party, you've got the, the GOP, and then lastly, you got Trump's uh, Patriot Party or Constitution Party, whichever route he tends to want to go down when it comes to creating that other option on the right. Um, so that's kind of my idea regarding how these parties could shatter and, and shard based off of the, the growing... Uh, um, disagreements in each party. Now, as I mentioned before, that is just one option. Now, I came up with another option, and this one is a little bit more of a drastic um, breakup, if you will, within each party. Once again, this looks at those um, demographics that would leave each party. So, it would be the Justice Dems or the Progressives leaving the Democrats, and it would be the uh, former Tea Party caucus, big-time Trump fans, leaving the GOP following Trump and his minions uh, that he's got circled around him. And so this is kind of going off of everything that we just talked about, but now it's taking it to a little bit more extreme. So let's say that the, uh, the Trump group and the progressive group take a bigger chomp of followers away from the mainline um, party that they're leading. Well, if it's a big enough chomp, then that could render both the Democrats and the Republicans basically on the minor, minor status of a, for a political party. If, if, Like I said, if the chunk is big enough, it would leave them very wounded as a party and small, like some of the minor uh, political parties that we see now. And so where the difference lies in this second option is I can see the Democratic Party and the Republican Party reuniting to form the Democrat-Republican Party. Remember, that's what it was way back in the day when we first started introducing political parties into our system. 
there was two parties. There was the um, Federalist Party and the Democrat-Republican Party. And that setup lasted from the, about the 1780s until about the 1820s. At which point, the um, Federalist uh, Party just kind of dissolved, disappeared. And then you had the Democrat-Republican Party. And then that eventually split up, which would eventually form the Democratic Party. And then the other side would form the Whig Party. And then eventually the Whig Party would dissolve, and then you'd see that kind of merge into uh, other small parties that would eventually help format it into the first uh, Republican Party. So I can see that all kind of coming back around full circle. And if large enough chunks from each party are pulled away from the, by the progressives or by Trump, that you could see the Democrats and Republicans kind of mesh together in, and back into one party. And so, in essence, what will happen is, is this will kind of create a three-party, three-major-party uh, system where you have three major parties and two minor parties. Um, so this, this is what I'm calling them, the, the five-way fracturing because you end up with three major parties and you have two smaller ones. And so what you end up with is the um, Democrat-Republican Party then you have the Progressive Party, and then you have uh, Trump's party, whichever it may be, whether it's the Patriot Party or he just, you know, once again utilizes the Constitution Party as his own. Either way, you're basically that's what you're looking at. You're looking at those three major parties being in play, and depending on how well they do, you could possibly see the Libertarian Party jump in there, and it could be a four way. You know, so it could be at least a three, if not a four-way major party breakdown. So that's kind of what we're looking at. And if we even get, you know, one step further, we could even say, okay, well, let's say that the progressives, you know, they break off from the Democrats. And then they jump in together and they form a, a, a political union with the Green Party and some of those other uh, affiliated uh leftist groups, you know, whether it's the DSA or the CPUSA or whatever, and jump in together and form some sort of a, a green progressive party, um, you could see potentially a five-way of major parties that are all roughly representing 20-25% of the population, you know, duking it out in a four-way uh, for the major political positions on the national level. Um, but the way I have it right now, like I said, is just large enough chunks break away from the Democrats and the Republicans to form these other uh, parties that, um, it forces the, the two quote unquote old guard Democratic and Republican parties to re reunite. And then that builds up a three-way major power battle between progressives, Patriot Party, and the Democrat Republicans with the Libertarians and the Green Party um, sitting there as minor parties, kind of picking up whoever else doesn't want to do to deal with any of those others. And the other big kicker is, too, is it's going to be kind of where all the independents kind of fall in line, too. Are they going to stay independent and then just kind of be the uh, the dark horse in every single, candid uh, every single candidacy uh, 
and their election process? Are they going to finally kind of pick a, pick a side, if you will, and join a party? Um, it would be kind of interesting to see really how it breaks down. But it all, but the, both scenarios, both options, um, they, they, they both are premised on the idea that there's going to be some sort of a, a fracturing from both parties, from within both parties, that could lead to these other political parties being bolstered or being created that will represent a sizable demographic in the U.S. population. Um, beyond that, are there any other possible changes that could happen in the U.S. politics in the next couple of decades? Uh, we are seeing shifting demographics. So is there a possibility that we could see new political parties emerge? Can we see existing political parties, kind of like what I just hinted at with the remerger of the Democrats and the Republicans into one party, could we see some of these, uh, I guess, seasoned um, political parties, could, could we see some of them disappear? You know, Maybe a new political party is, is founded that's so uh, appealing that the Green Party just dissolves and then all the, their members jump into uh, this new party. Same could be said about the Libertarian Party. Maybe there's something that's just so profound that's happening on the, on, on the right that it's convincing enough to have the Libertarians say, okay, well, you know what, let's just dissolve our party and we'll go and jump into this new party. You know, so th- there's a lot of moving parts here. When I when I just sat down and really thought this through, um, and nobody really knows what the the future is going to be because if you recall, at one time the Republican Party was considered a, a minor third party uh, um, entity within American politics, and then they got Abraham Lincoln into the presidency, and they went from being a third party minor player in this big game into being one of the two big hitters. So, you know, that's kind of the question that's that we're going to be looking at here in the next couple of decades and, and seeing how our politics shifts and changes, especially in this post-Trump era that we're still going through. Um, I don't even think we can call it post-Trump era. It's still very much current Trump era. Because he's still having a, such a, you know, impact on politics that it might be another decade before we at, truly get into the post-Trump era. But regardless of whether or not Trump has any more uh, sway in politics, I do think this is going to shift everything into new political parties, new alignments, what have you, new new alliances even. And so um, I think we might be seeing an end to the uh, two-party system that we have here in the United States. I think that you'll see, at the very least, a three-party uh, system start up here in the next couple of years. Uh, it might be uh, in its infant uh, stages at first, but I think in 10 years, by 2030, uh, I think you'll definitely see three parties vying for supremacy in, on the national level. And who knows, maybe even on state levels too. 
that's going to be the big question and probably going to be the most important thing to be able to uh, um, ensure that the party has the longevity to it is if it can win not just uh, federal positions but also on the state level and local level too. So um, that's kind of my prediction here as we kind of go through these next couple weeks and months surrounding the whole thing that is the Trump impeachment and any other drama that has popped up because of the whole uh, Trump impeachment or the 2020 uh, election, um, I do think that we will be seeing an end of the um, two-party system and we will see a three-party system emerge in about a decade. And I think at least by the 2024 presidential election, I think you might start seeing some of those signs in its infancy uh, start to crop up here and there. Even if they don't actually win any positions, I think that's possible that you'll see kind of the baby steps towards that three-party uh, political system. Well, that's all I have for tonight regarding the subject. Uh, as I mentioned, you know, I, I'm kind of... I'm, finalizing some of my uh, my notes for some other episodes that I have planned for the next couple of days here. Um, I'll kind of give a brief hint on one of them. One of them, it's uh, in my synopsis series. Um, I was focusing on, on, on doing the book summaries for the synopsis, but uh, I came across a really interesting TV show, The Fringe. So um, as of recording this here... Uh, in February, I have the first three seasons all completed. Each one has 20 to 22, maybe 23 episodes in it. So they're pretty long episodes, uh, seasons. So I got the first three done. I got the notes taken care of for the first three seasons. I'm actually like three or four episodes, maybe a little bit further on uh, season four. So um, here's hoping that I can uh, get to those here and get get a podcast out on each of those. Uh, in the meantime, I hope everybody has a pleasant evening. And uh, thank you for tuning in to The Detsillion Mind. I'm your host, Jason. Check it out. We'll see you another time.